He doesn't share his spotlight with anybody for any reason. You see, because God is a jealous God. And as we come to him, we come to him with a mind and with a spirit to worship him in spirit and truth. So Father, we thank you for ushering in your Holy Spirit. We thank you for saturating us with your anointing. We thank you for covering us in your blood. And because we're covered, Lord, we can make our request known unto you. And whatsoever John said, whatsoever we ask, in his name. Yeah. And he be glorified. Yeah. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. He says, that I will do. Yeah. But you have to be in love with me. Yeah. And I know you love me when you keep my commandments. Ask the master. Yeah. Yeah. That glorifies his name. Yeah. And with confidence. Yeah. Know that it's done. Amen. Amen. I believe that's the same way Ephraim felt. Yeah. I believe that's the same way he felt as he was preparing to embark upon the next journey. Yeah. In his life. One time, preacher, why is God always sending us somewhere? If He owns the world, if He's the creator of both heaven and earth, if He owns a cow, the cow on a thousand eagles, and the eagles too.
So today, I want to take a few moments and talk to you about the reason that we are always on the move in God. Yeah. Amen. 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 Abraham, and we know him as our father of faith. Even before they began to talk about faith, Abraham had faith. Amen? And I want to look at this 22nd chapter because, you know, I'm excited about the new season in our lives. This is the eighth year, and the eighth year stands for new beginnings. The number eight. Amen? And, and you know, we count our years from May to May as our church inception took place in May 2004. Amen? Amen. So we are in the midst of our eighth year, but this January, God has kind of placed in our hearts a spirit of prosperity. Amen. And in a spirit of prosperity, there has to be newness. You see the farmer plants in the fall or in the winter or in the spring they say he plant, but it's already down there. But he doesn't get his new growth until the spring of the season. Winter is just about over for us being in the, you know, native Charlotte, North Carolina land. You know, it doesn't get too awfully cold. Amen. Amen. So, so, so we're starting to see buds already coming up. Amen. Trees are starting to put forth their blooms. And, and we're starting to see new life. And I believe God is allowing walking by faith to bloom. Yeah. To bud. Amen. And to cause an increase. Abraham said something for us because Abraham started out on his journey way back when God told him to get out from among his kindred and go into a land where he would show him. And once he got to that land, God showed him that I'm going to make you the father of many nations. Every, every family after this shall lead of your seed. And God blessed Abraham. And he blessed him in the city. He blessed him in the fields. He blessed him when he came and he blessed him when he went. Amen. He blessed him when he rose and he blessed him when he laid down. God blessed Abraham. And Abraham waxed great across the nations. But in every Prospering season. We have to understand that we pick up things along the way. I'm going to get to the word here. And Abraham had amassed much riches. Yeah. And even to the point that God had blessed him and Sarah with that one thing that they wanted of the Lord. Are y'all going and see, that was a milestone. And I'm going to liken that to walking by faith just a little bit as we move on. After seven years, even though, God blessed us 
to buy a parcel of land. Yes, you have. I mean, from a garage to a school. Yes. To a borrowed building. Yes. To another borrowed building. Yes. He blessed us. Yes. He blessed us. Yes. yes. And everywhere we went, God blessed us. Yeah. And he added to the church daily such as should be said. Yeah. A lot of folks say, y'all ain't got that many people. But no, 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 no. God's numbers yes. are different from our name. Yes. 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 So the greatest request that Abraham and Sarah made was that they have a son that was going to be the bone of Abraham and the flesh of Abraham and would be the heir yeah. to his great wealth and possessions. carry his name. So watch this here. After so many years, Abraham and Sarah enjoyed Isaac. After seven years into our eighth year, God has blessed us to enjoy the fact that we are now owners of a piece of land. Amen. But Abraham, just like us, at some point is going to have to have a very difficult test. Amen. And I want to use Abraham's test to prepare us for our test. Amen. 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 And y'all gonna have to go with it because you haven't seen our test yet. Come on. It's coming. Yeah. But watch Abraham's test because there are seven things that took place concerning Abraham's test. First of all, it was a great trial. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It was a great test. And I think today we're going to see that one of our great tests is going to be that we've got to get out Come on, man. of this old building. Come on, man. Nobody is taking a bushel or stick or broom and, and sweeping us out. Come on. But our time here is for spent. Yes. And it's time for a change. And whenever you start dealing with new birth, new growth, gaining new territory, amen, God sends a new order. Yeah. And walking by faith, we got that order. Yes, we do. It's time to move. But let's watch Abraham's move for a second, amen? Abraham's great trial came in chapter 1. Uh, excuse me, verse number 1 of chapter 22. And it came to pass after these sayings that God did try, tempt, challenge Abraham. You can look at tempt all you want and know that the devil tempts you, but the Bible says in James that God tempts no man. But you have to understand the meanings of words. Yes. Amen? Amen. So God needed to test Abram. And God said to Abram, Abraham. And Abraham said, Behold, here am I. In every great challenge, in every great test, God's children has the first responsibility to answer God. Yes, you got to move when God says move. But he won't tell you where to go until you recognize that he'll talk to you. Amen. A lot of times we hear everybody else, but we don't hear God. Amen? Amen. My wife can call me, and you know what? There's something about a wife's call that makes a husband move. And if 
Amen. I'm not hiding from you, Lord. I've done anything to cause me to be separate from you. God, I'm right here. And I want y'all to be right there. So if you did something that makes you not hear the voice of the Lord, you know about it more than I do. Yeah. You already know that, you know what, I'm living in a situation that I shouldn't be in. And then God says, my reaction to your repentance is that I'm faithful and just. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Trayvon heard the voice of the Lord and said, here am I. And God said, he says, and he said, now take thy son. Mm-hmm. Now, now God is very specific. Mm-hmm. A lot of us have problems with God explicitness. Yeah. Because God will show you exactly what he wants you to do. Yes, sir. And what he wants you to do is you Sometimes God is dealing with us and we try to sidestep God. You know, God is asking us for, for, for a sacrifice. Amen. But we want to say, okay, God, I'll give you this. Amen. And stay. Well, if I give it that, then it's going to put me right here. So, Lord, I'm going to make a compromise with you. God says, no, Abraham, I want your only son. I want the son from you and Sarah. Amen. And, and, and Abraham, you know what? No doubt he's quiet right now. Yes, he is. Because we get quiet like that. And the day that I got the message that we were going to be moving out of this facility, you know what, I got quiet for a little bit. You know, and I was so thankful that my wife was sitting by my side. She could see my body movement, but no words were coming out of my mouth. Amen? Are y'all with me? My body movement was, uh, 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 it was almost like it was fidgety. Yeah. Okay, all right, Lord, I'm trying not to get in your way. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to take this thing in my own hands. Yeah. I'm trying to let you be God and every man else be alive. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Now watch this now. So I'm sitting there and I'm twirling my pen, I'm twirling my pen. And, and, and this has got no indictment on anybody else. It's just that it's God's call yeah. to walk in my family. Amen. Are y'all with me?
sacrifice that he doesn't want to offer because it's his son that he loves. Number two, he's got to leave his wife after giving her the bad news. And you know what? Sometimes, this is what my dad used to tell me a long time ago, son, sometimes you don't need to let the right hand or the left hand know what the right hand is doing. Yeah. Are y'all with me? Sometimes you just need to keep your mouth shut about some things that God is dealing with you on. You just go and do it, and that's where this old cliche comes. It's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Because if he had told Sarah, I'm going to take Isaac up to the mountain, and I'm going to sacrifice him, Sarah was going to get straight up. No, you're not. I told y'all when we bought the land, we're not going to be out here in the wilderness for no 40 years. 
Amen? Amen. We're not going to do that. Matter of fact, we put ourselves on a sales plan and pay this land off, and I de look, Amen. I declare Amen. that at the end of this year, that's going to be done. Amen. And at the beginning of next year, we'll be breaking ground. Amen. Amen. It's in my spirit, it's in my heart, and I got to go because there's a whole lot of other things that I want to do. Yeah, but this is most important because this is what God wants us to do. So here it is, Abraham picks eyes of God and gets his men and the mule and they begin the journey. Point number four, amen, you can't sit down when you receive instructions. Amen. You can't sit down when you receive instructions. You've got to move. You've got to move. This is a weakness of mine, and God has put people around me to help me with this weakness. Because I'm so concerned about the flock, I don't want to move too fast because I might lose one or two, so I move too slow. And that's what a lot of pastors have a problem with. They want to get everybody nice and neat, but God told us I would that all be saved. Amen. But he knew it wasn't going to happen. Amen? Amen. So here's the thing. He said to me, now I gave you from the time I prompted you over almost a year ago that we had to do this thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so now it's time to do it. It's time to do it. He's given us a year advance notice. Mm -hmm. How many of y'all know that? Amen. It's time to do it. Yeah. It was March or sometime last year mm -hmm. that he talked to us about this. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now watch this. Abram got up and he started to get busy. Yeah. Amen. Amen. He didn't even know what mountain. Hallelujah, somebody. I don't know exactly where I'm going. I don't know what mountain it is. But Abraham got up and he said, come on, let me get two of the men together. Amen. That's about all I'm going to need. Let me get out and get the wood, get the knife, get the fire. Because we got a journey to take. Come on over here and don't follow me. And he left. I don't think he had a beat. Sometimes church meetings are important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Y'all be mad at me, man. He just got up and he went. He didn't call the clan together. Oh, say, I'm going to be gone for a few days. Take care of your wife. Take care of your children. He got up and he left. Yeah. The Bible says, the Bible says that Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass. And he took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son, and claimed the wood and the burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. He wasted no time. Amen. He was ready for the journey. Sometimes the journey will lead us to Calvary. Yeah. Jesus had a journey that led him to Calvary. Right. Amen. Amen. He didn't waste no time. Yeah. Only 33 years. The last three years was a journey to Calvary. Yeah. But that, that wasn't it. Watch as Abraham's faith in Isaac's resurrection. Mm. Abraham's faith in Isaac's resurrection. Yeah. I don't know about you, but you got to stop looking at things with your naked eye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The name of this church is Walking by Faith Community Church. Yeah. Yeah. The scripture is from 2 Corinthians amen, 5 and 7. Mm -hmm. Walking by faith means that I walk not by sight. Amen. But I walk by faith. Now, now watch this. When you're going 
going through your great trial, you cannot be looking at things as the world presents them. If you look at your bank account when it comes to sacrificing to the building fund because of this very zealous deal we have, amen, and your bank account is on E, and you said, okay, that's it, bottom line, we got to stop. You ain't walking by sight. If Abraham had said, you know what, I got one son, and this is a son that my seed is supposed to populate the rest of the world with. If he had said, now if I sacrifice him, amen, then what's going to happen to my seed? I got to do something to make sure God's promise is fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Now, let me me tell you, that's the way we think. We think that God made a mistake by giving us the assignment. So we start to make concessions for God so that we can keep his promise to us so that Abraham will have Isaac and his seed will, will, will multiply as great as the stars and the sands on the seashore. So we got to do that. Amen? Are y'all with me? Yeah. So we got to save Isaac. Amen? So, so really I'm going to take somebody else. I'm not going to take Isaac but that's what God promised him. He just made a mistake. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Abraham looked at the fact and said, you know what?
by the corner of Rice and Samuel, all they see is a sign in trees. How do y'all roll by there to look? Well, they didn't get nothing today. All you saw was tree and a sign. And that was the that was the that was the distance of your faith. Stop right there and stop. I'm telling you, I'm trying to get you to where you from, from where you are to where God wants you to be. But now watch this. By the time he was halfway there, Isaac, he had already seen him reincarnate. Yes, sir. He had already said, God, thank you. Thank you. So when he got to that point where he says, okay. Come on, son. Mm. Come on. Yeah. 
Come on, son. Here's the thing. Come on, walk in my faith. Come on. I've never once tried to take anything that wasn't duly right for me. And then those things that I did receive, I tried my best to give them back in full. Amen. I tried to live a life. I tried never to bring embarrassment on you. I tried to always set an example that God was leading me. Amen. And therefore, it was okay to follow Christ as he led me. Are y'all with me? always been a man of God. Yeah. My father has always led me the right way. Yeah. And now, I gotta walk with my father, even though I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. Walking by faith, it might not look like everything is gonna be together. We might be tearing chairs down. We might be putting them up again. We might be doing all sorts of things that we didn't have to do here. But I want you to know how they live in the valley of the wilderness. Yeah. They live in Yes, they did. The reason they lived in church yeah. is because they were not predestined on, to remain yeah. in the wilderness. So they would tear their tents down every day. Every day. And they would move to the next spot. And they would put their tents up again. And then they would move the next day. So they had to tear them down. It was a reoccurring thing. So we might be doing some stuff and you might be getting weary along the way. Lord, I'm so tired of coming down here out of earth. Are y'all with me? Yeah. Are y'all with me? Yeah. But Lord, not my will. Yeah. But your will. Come on, God do it as long as you tell me. I can say, come on, Dad, let's go. Yeah. It ain't in the Bible, but you know that's what he said. Yeah. Where you go, I will follow. Amen. Amen. So he followed his dad. But you know what? That don't stop you. And that's why we tell you prayer is so important. Amen. Number five. Prayer is so important because as Isaac and his father walked, Isaac began to, you know, allow wisdom yeah. from his father to emanate, preeminate. Uh, watch, watch, watch this. Watch, watch this. He allowed that wisdom that he had learned from his father to ask prudent and sound questions. Yeah. But then he said, you know what that? You know, God will provide himself a lamb 
for the blood offering. So, watch this. They kept going. How many of y'all would take that? How many of y'all take these messages that God sends and, and you say, okay, that's what the Lord said? You know, and then if I didn't like the words that the pastor said, I went home and studied it for myself and then it was right there. That's what keeps you from beginning what was preached last Sunday to this Sunday. You go home and you study to show yourself a person. It's there. I know he was telling the truth. I can see the application in my life. I can see the application in walking my faith life. I can see what's going on around us. It's true. The word is true. So they, they kept going. And watch this verse number 8. And this is where it starts to get good. And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for the blood offering. Verse number 9 says, And they came to the place where God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son. Oh. And, and, and watch this. Centuries people here. No, that he had time one. Because the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing. Yeah. But the flesh is weak. Yeah. Some of us need to be tied up in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. So that we can make this move. Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to run somewhere because it's going to get hard. Yeah. Amen? Amen. But I can't tie you. You got to be tied up and wrapped up and bound up in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Watch this. He says to us, and he tied him up and he's, you know, and, and, and he laid his son on the altar and, and, and Abraham stretched forth his hand. See, see, this is, this is where faith comes in. <laughs> This is where faith comes in. And I don't know where you are. I don't know where you are. I don't know where you are right now. I don't know if you're willing to sacrifice the thing that you love. I don't know if you're willing to sacrifice your marriage to fall in love with Jesus. Yeah. I, I don't know if you're willing to sacrifice your house. I mean, the, 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 the creditors are calling every day. Yeah. And you can't make the payments. And you know you can't. And you keep on digging yourself in a hole. You can't, you know, when I did it all manner of things. And, and now God is saying, okay, I need to pull you out of that stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you love that stuff more than you love God. Amen. Amen. But Isaac knew that his father had made the sacrifice. He had already made up his mind. Here he is. Son, he didn't say a word. Same thing with Jesus. As they nailed him to the cross. Yeah. They stretched him wide. They hung him high. The Bible says they lifted him up, but he knew yeah. that if I be lifted up, yeah. that, that, that my father's gonna draw. Yeah. All mankind to me. So when he was hanging up there on the cross, the Bible says, and he didn't say a monthly word. Amen. He did not fuss with the people who were doing it to him because he understood that they were the reason why he was up there. Amen. So much so that they stressed him why he hung his head and he died of leaving a lot of stuff out of there. But I need to show you something. Abraham had his knife because he didn't want to even look at his son because he knew it wasn't about Isaac. See, sometimes you think it's about the stuff. And it's not about the stuff. It's about your relationship with God. God just wants to know if you love him. That's the problem he had with Peter. Son, Peter, son of my daughter, do you love me? Yes, sir. Peter was quick to tell him the first time, Lord, you know I do. <laughs> but that wasn't good enough for God because he was talking about superficial love. Yeah. I'm here or not. Oh. Lord, I just, I just swam from my boat because I heard that it was you and I remember what I did. Yes, Lord, I love you. Oh. Simon Peter, 
Abraham didn't even look at Isaac. He just took his hands up and he closed his eyes and he just began to pray. And he had already said, now, Lord, I know you're going to resurrect him, so let thy will be done. And he pulled his hand up. And when he was on his way to the top, he hit the pinnacle. Well, see, that was the pinnacle of faith. Yeah. Sometimes when everything seems but lost and you're right there at the top and you're on your downward spiral, God has a way of stepping in and saying even before Abraham made that place, that altar, and called it Jehovah Jireh, God had a way of stepping in and said, I see Yeah, 